everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is December 18th, 2023. Want to start off the show by mentioning our good friends, Fabian and Miguel. Look, it's Christmas time, so everyone knows what that means. That means it's time for bright bail bonds. Yep. <laughs> everyone Get that knows. gift card near stocking. Dude, it would be a great idea right there. Bright bail bonds, again, they're the ones to get you out of jail as fast as possible. Don't forget those guys understand what you've been through. They understand jail stinks. They understand you want to get out as fast as possible. And they're available 24-7, any jail time in California. Make sure you talk to Fabian and Miguel of Bright Bail Bonds to help you out if you made a bad decision. Or, hey, maybe you're just accused of something. And right. it's a misunderstanding. Who knew? Bright Bail Bonds number 888-669-0295. 888-669-0295. Man, I am telling you, it's weird how the holidays bring out, you like to think they bring out the best in people. Sadly, reports show it brings out the worst in people, too. It does. And uh, terrible, man. It's family. Like, yeah. Uh, I find that really interesting. I go out, I get you those earrings. I get you that bullshit perfume. And what I get? A gift certificate to Whataburger. And then dad makes a bad decision. And the bar's calling behind him. Uh-oh, what's that number? 888-669-0295, 888-669-0295. We're not saying you're going to make the bad decision. We're saying you may know the person who makes exactly the right. bad decision. And when they do, they're going to make one call, and that call is coming to you, and then you're calling Fabian and Miguel. Bonded online, especially for the attorneys. You need to know that. Because, man, everybody wants to get out as quickly as they can, and nobody will do it faster than Bright Bail Bonds at 888-669-0295. And don't forget, right now is the kind of season where you're ordering a bunch of stuff online. A lot of people do yep. their shopping online. They don't go to malls. At the same time, Kyle Fluger's your guide. Look, if you have a website and you're saying, I'd like to be one of those people that don't have to worry about paying all the rental fees and I do my business online, Kyle can help you out with your website. Kyle's branched out on his own. As we've told you, it's been a great 2023 for Kyle with Mithril Media and his business. So look, if you mention us, Dave and Jeff, you'll get 10% off. Kyle Fluger's number for all your website needs, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Yeah, so many people have gotten very, very used to just ordering conveniently from their phone, from their laptop, wherever the case may be, and they're doing it for their competitor. Why aren't they doing it for you? Or if they are doing it for you, are they doing it at the level you need uh, for the cash flow that you want? Uh, nobody is better than that. Then Kyle Fluger, if you go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, you can see some of the great websites he has built for others. Why not let him build a website for you as well? There you go. All right, got a question for you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm really interested. What if I just came in all heated? All right, so you always give me a hard time for, for staying home, not getting out, not yeah. doing thing. I tell you. Especially as I'm driving down here, I'm all tired. Fucking guy. Hey, you could be late. Yeah, I might be. I don't think I said that to you at all. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm being overly dramatic. Okay, sorry. When I get there, he's going to ask if I'm going to be late. Uh, no, dude. No, I don't think I did that. Anyway, so yesterday, all okay. right, my wife knows that on Sundays that I'm watching football. Yeah. So Got to do that hour sports show with uh, Josh. I got to do the Bolt yeah. podcast show. Well, she knows the Chargers played on Thursday. She knows there's like, hey, oh, yeah. enough of your bullshit. You know, yeah. there's no Charger game. I know you don't have a show to do. Oh boy! I know where'd you go? I know Jeff's uh, Jeff's busy, and you, are, you already, and you already said you weren't doing a show on Sunday. 
You forgot we weren't doing a show on Sunday, didn't you? No, I was pretty sure we weren't, okay. but I wanted to. I wanted to confirm it. You sent me that text. Hey, no show tonight. I'm like, all right, there wasn't going to be a show tonight. No, that's good. I <laughs> thought we had said that, but then when the game played on Thursday, but okay, okay. So, so she says we're going. We're going shopping. We go cut down a Christmas tree. No, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. You don't have that fake Christmas tree. Okay. You know, pops right out of the boxes. It's fine. All right. So um, she says, we're going to Costco. And oh, we're going to Plaza God. Bonita. And I'm like, I'm what? Not, not doing that. So that's my initial reaction. Yeah. I'm not doing that. You know, you never want to go. And I said, I haven't been to Plaza Bonita in years. No joke. Yeah. In years, I haven't been uh, to Plaza no. Bonita. So she Some says. good looking girls in Plaza Bonita, <laughs> man. God damn. She goes. Well, we got to go to Costco. And last thing I want to do is go to Costco the week of Christmas, right? You know, oh, it's yeah. going to be packed. Yeah. I said, fine. If you, I think her exact words were, you know, I'm married. It'd be nice if my husband left the house once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So I said, we're going to run into people, people fucking who hate my guts. <laughs> I go, I don't want to go oh, out. Oh, my God. Just she push goes, the cart. You, Shut up. You're going. Run it, go into Costco. I said, if we go, we're going early. Yeah. So right when it fucking opens. Yeah. Go to Costco, then we'll hit the Plaza Bonita. Okay. The Plaza Bonita. I know, you see that? The, 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 I love the, the. So, she, uh, we, we go in. Very first person I see is someone who hates my guts. Good. And then, two minutes later, another person hates my guts. And I was like. Are you pointing these out to her? Yes. And I said. What's she saying? It's in your head. I go, bullshit. Fuck that. Let's go. And like, let's hurry up. I'm giving yeah. her shit. And get I the said, Dura Flames. I, let's get out of here. I fucking told you, you know. And then we. uh we get out of there. We get what we need. We get out of there. I don't want to say what we got because uh, there are Christmas gifts involved. Okay. And then shoot over to Plaza Bonita. Yeah. Running around and we start running to people. You know what? The people at Plaza Bonita were nice. By yeah. the way, I'll, I'll mention uh, Derek Snyder listens to the show. Oh, yeah. Great dude. It was nice enough. Stopped me. Said hello. Hey, I know he's going to hear nice. this right now. I don't Love want him Derek. to feel like don't can't approach it. That was extremely nice. No, he's so a people great dude. who listen to the show that actually don't hate my guts, yeah. no, no problem. One of the kids my baseball team said, Coach, I saw you at Plaza Bonita yesterday. I go, why don't you say hi? Oh, there are a bunch of people talking. <laughs> I go, not all of them are nice. No, should have been you. <laughs> That's what I said. I would have spoken to you. At least yeah, you could have. you'd have been helpful. Yeah, so it would have been helpful for me. So we go through, we run through our whole damn deal, and it was hit and miss, the balance. Okay. I was right, though. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, what the, you know, what, what do you want to do? And I was like, I think I've worn out my welcome out here. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think my welcome in this area, it's, it's too much of a, of a scale, of a hit and miss. I don't oh, know what I'm going to get when I leave area. the house. It's from the border to, to Orange County. I'm, I hated that much. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Yeah, you, Do you feel you, that way, though, when you go out? No, I don't, because I get along with people. Yeah, I don't I, instigate I do like shit people. like you. No, no. I, I don't dislike people. A lot of it has to do with, it's baseball, dude. It's it's their kids. It's baseball. It's all the, the shit Padres. over the years. Most of it's the Padres. Yeah, yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. Most of it is the Padres. Yeah, but, you're, you're, you're right. But the Pods are disagree. in trouble. That's what I want to get to as well. But so I'm, I'm but but I'm if you if you were the asshole on Twitter, yeah. Is there anybody that you'd run into in this town that you'd go, that guy fucking would not be happy to see me? Cantera? Uh, hey. Hey. Come here. I need to talk to you. Everything was fine. What did you say about a pencil? Spanish lessons, dude. With you the gave coach? last week. Yeah. That was by far everybody's favorite, by the way. The yes. comments. Everybody loved the fucking coach teaching coach, Spanish. Dude, let me just say it again and again and again because I want people to really get this. He is such a good dude. 
He is just genuinely one of the nicest people he you're is. ever going to meet. And he's been so incredibly nice to us. And I just, I love him, man. Like, he's just family. And it's not anything, we're not coming at it from being mean. It's not a bullying no. thing. It's not anything. He just is honestly one of my favorite guys. And he gets it. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. No. And that's why it's always just trying to have yeah. fun. But but like I said, dude, easily not a nicer guy than than Johnny Cantera. Love him. He is. I tell you what, I, and I do listen. I'm not joking when I say I listen to that show dude, all the that time. Show. Oh my god. He had a guy call the other day, Jeff. I know you're going to get into the Padres in a second. He had a call. A guy called the other day who literally recapped all the previous callers of the day. Oh, yeah. And I, then Sharon said, and then Jim said, and then I'm like, look, Johnny, cut him off. Dude, at some point, let's go. Like, we're all here for it. You don't need to do a recap well, of the show. The The problem is, Dave, and you're hearing this a lot. What I, what I like, Dan Williams should be proud because this entire town has been taken over by 9 million junior accountants. Everybody's an accountant now because it started with Dennis Lynn's article. And now, boy, oh, boy, if you go on social media, Padres, Twitter, everybody has their green visor and their calculator out. I can't think of, let me just make it perfectly clear. Have you ever had an account with a green visor? No. Would you if do the, business with an account with a green visor? No. <laughs> and you know who else I wouldn't do business with? Padres Twitter. There's nobody on Padre Twitter that I'm looking for for financial advice. Uh, just stop. Stick to what you know, which is limited. But now all of you getting out your calculators and telling us what the team's going to invest in and what the, who asked you? Nobody. Put the phone down. Goddamn, go out and see some lights, you fucking dickheads. Every one of you take yourself more seriously than the one next to you. And why you do, I have no idea. I just remind you all the time as, as somebody that loves that team too, we get it that you're the most important person in your parents' eyes, probably. That doesn't carry over to us. Nobody gives a shit what you think. Shut up. You just tell them to go out and look at Christmas lights? Yes. So I've heard on the radio. I read on The Athletic. I've read on Padre's Twitter. Hey, you know, this really isn't a bad thing. Wrong. Wrong. There is a major, major dilemma with Padre baseball and the finances. And it boils down to two things. Number one, terribly written contracts. And number two, unfortunately, Dave, Peter Seidler is not here to tell us everything is going to be okay. We have no idea. And while you look at the financial structure today, And you come down and you go, well, we're at 143 and you all want to talk about the bullshit tax. You have no idea what the plan is. Stop acting like you have a fucking idea. You don't know shit. You hear something, you read something, and you reposition it as something you think you know when you don't. But there's two things that nobody brought into the equation again and again and again. We say it every time. Nobody is talking about the fact that the TV income, A, is gone, and B, there is no plan to have it reestablished. 
That's a huge problem. The other thing that nobody fucking talked about today, whether it was on their flagship station, 760 in the athletic, was taking a look, which is very simple. It takes three seconds to pull up. Taking a look at the financial commitments for this team, yes, in 2024 as we stand right now, you take a look at it and you go, boy, as of today, Dave, we're at $146 million. So my gosh, they've caught almost $100 million. Do you know what happens next year alone without adding one person to the roster? Sure. It jumps from $146 to $174 million. You add $30 million to the numbers on the books today without adding a person. You have not added Yamamoto. You have not added Cody Bellinger. Do you know why it adds? Because Manny Machado is at $17 million, but Fernando Tatis goes from $11 million to $20 million. You Darvish goes from $16 million to $21 million. Jake Cronenworth goes from $7 million to $11 million. And just like that, all of you with your fucking stupid green visors, you just added $30 million. And if you don't think the guys from Seidler Equity are looking at that, then you're in big trouble. But here's the other thing that nobody talked about today. So that's why you subscribe. In 2027, and if you don't think they are talking about a five-year plan, then you're insane. Again, without adding one person to the roster, the salaries that tonight read 146 jump back, Dave, to 207 million. You add 60 million to the books from 2024 to 2027 with no TV money in place and no players added because. Manny Machado goes from 17 million to 25 million. Terribly written contract. <coughs> All back ended. Fernando Tatis continues to be at 20.71 million in 26, but in 2027, Fernando jumps to 25 million dollars. Between 2024 and 2027, Fernando's contract jumps 14 million dollars. You Darvish will again be at 15 million. Jake Cronenworth will be at 12.29 million, 5 million more than he's going to make. And if you don't look at that and realize that Manny is on the books for 40 million through 2033, that Fernando Tatis jumps to 37 million through 2023, that Xander Bogarts on the books for 25 million dollars through 2033 then you're just in denial. It's why I say, put the phone down. You don't know anything. Exactly right. And this guy, Eric, who is coming in, has to be looking at that and going, I don't know how we balance these books. Because yes, you have young guys coming up and who knows what Robbie Snelling or Solace will be, but you're still going to have to add that money onto the books. And when you're looking at the fact that you're 146 today, and you did not sign Yamamoto, you did not sign Otani, you did not sign Cody Bellinger, but that those numbers are going to again jump by 60 million because of terribly written back-ended contracts, then it is a problem. And everybody patting yourself on the back that, hey, we're getting everything together. 
Okay, for 2024, but then what's the plan for 25, 26, 27, and beyond? Because it doesn't feel, Dave, like there was any plan when any of these fucked up contracts were offered and, and who could blame the players for signing them? Couldn't, hey, I don't blame the players at all. You and I would sign the contracts too. You hit it right on the head. I mean, again, this is what you just said you don't hear on the radio. No. You don't. And then you listen to fans and they're going, look how much money we have to spend. Yeah, and this you is, don't. And unfortunately, if you run your own home books the way Jeff just explained it to you right now, there's a reason why you're calling people to get you out of debt. Yeah. This is what happens. When you don't realize how the money works, this is where you get into trouble. And this is where a lot of people get into trouble. But over and over again, you know how many millions we have to spend? I keep hearing all the time. Boy, they still could get Bellinger. They will not get Bellinger. It's not going to work that way. These contracts are terrible. I said to you last January, and I don't want to ever do that I told you so. I know who the audience is. And you just said there's a reason people hate my guts. I told you last January, though, if this doesn't go well in 2023, this might be 10 years of really bad deal. And, and right now, you go, as you say, how do we get out of this hole? The Manny Machado contract is, is kind of crazy because, as a lot of people said, Pete loved him. Yeah. And at the same time, from what we hear, AJ maybe was ready to cut ties and go in another direction with that money. But Pete loved him. But the Cronenworth contract is always going to be the one that we're going to look at and go, what the hell? I think down the line, the Fernando Tatis Jr. contract will look like a great contract for the Padres. Yeah, probably be okay. Remember, he stays healthy. And and remember, two weeks ago, everyone in this town said, let's just offer Juan Soto his 450 to 500 million. Think where this team would be if you were stuck there. How tonight, and maybe they are. Maybe they are. If I'm that team, I am offering Hassan Kim to anybody that will listen and trying to get potentially a left fielder or an arm or both. Hassan Kim is not the future of this team. I don't think you can afford to keep him anyway. You probably can't, but great player, a lot yeah, of fun. My favorite player on the team. But he's a luxury right now. And when Jackson Merrill's close to being ready to go, you got to have a spot for him. You have to get fiscally more responsible. And as Dave just said, you probably can't afford to keep Hassan Kim. Man, his market's never higher than it is right now. Exactly right. And now look, they could do what they've done in years past and go crazy and come out with a $260 million payroll and just say, fuck it. We've got the money. And then you go, well, then I MLB's don't. going to freak the fuck out because MLB is the one telling them that you had to get to below 200. Yeah. You asked for a loan. Yeah. What do you mean you're going to spend more money? It's like when someone owes you money and you go on a trip to Vegas, and yeah. you're like, hey, fucker, did you just go to Vegas after you owe me money? All of this is on baseballreference.com. You yeah. go to baseball reference, just type in Padres salary baseball reference because a lot like sport tech only show you the current year. Yeah. But when it's broken down in the future, now look, if you're gambling on Brito and Vasquez and Michael King and Snelling and Lesko and a lot of these dudes coming up and and being able to play and being what this team has desperately needed for probably 25 years, which is homegrown talent. I got it. But it doesn't get away from the fact that you have those deals that for whatever reason, they love back-ending the deal. I'm not a Dodger fan, but my buddy that I grew up with was a bookie. Yeah. And from the time he was 19, he was a bookie. And he used to tell me there's one rule we live by. And that is fast pay makes fast friends. I hate being in debt. And for me, 
there's no chance Otani's opting out of this deal. If Friedman leaves or, no. or the Guggenheim guys leave, not going anywhere. He's got his money. Why would he opt out? Exactly. But I like paying my debts, man. I paid my February car payment. My February car payment today. January is already paid. I want everything paid. Christmas presents are paid for. Everything's paid for. I want it. I get the Dodgers have that money. But the idea that the Otani contract doesn't even really start for another 10 years at 68, as a fan, that would bug me, even though they have a different revenue source. The Padres, with all these back-ended deals, the idea that Hosmer's still on the books for two more years, and all of these contracts that are going to come due, I hate them. In, In real estate, Dave, it's a balloon payment. And that's where you have a, a 15 or a 20 year loan. And all of a sudden your payments are a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. And then it's the balloon payment that comes due at the end. And you have to figure out a way to come up with $20,000. Well, your hope is that you've been able to get some equity or maybe you've sold the property and you get out. Yeah. But if you don't, you got to pay $20,000. You better fucking have it. And all of these back end deals, dude, for me, the contracts I like front end them pay these guys now. And if they're still hanging around at the end, they're making 10 million or whatever. Okay. Probably a little easier to absorb, but 40 million and 40 million and 25 million and doing that 10 years from now for these guys. I, I don't see the mentality of that. I don't see it. I don't see how it's beneficial to the long-term future of this team. No, it's not for the organization. I mean, as I said before, and again, I I got hammered for this one. It wasn't a shot at the Padres. It was the way baseball, as you've seen success over the years, when you bring guys up, there's a combination of your own farm system. There's a reason why you have a farm system, not just for trade bait, but you're also getting those years of control, which you keep hearing more and more. The years Mm -hmm. of control and why not pay somebody minimum wage with the guys that play the same position than sitting there and trading for guys who you're going to have to big, give big contracts to? So they completely ignored the minor league system, basically. They just used them all for trade pieces. And Padre fans the last couple of years, well, fuck it. What do you care? They would yeah. say to me. And I go, because you can't financially do it. There's not a team that can do it. If you watch the Rangers win the World Series, there are a lot of guys who came up through the Ranger organization mixed with guys like Seager and Simeon that helped them win the World Series. But for the Padres, you can't run like that. And they didn't have a bunch of shit, shitty minor leaguers. They just didn't develop them to the point where they were ready to play. And that's why when you look at a guy like Alesco or, or Jackson Merrill, we say, are these guys ever going to wear a Padre uniform at this level? It's come yeah. to the point where that has to be the only way for this to work. You can't just keep there, sit there and buy your team. That's why I used to say all the time, how many of these guys are homegrown? You can't compare it to the Dodgers. I'm sorry. No. You, 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 you can't. And the Otani deal... The Dodgers are going to be fine in the Otani deal because guess what? They're holding the money. The Guggenheim yeah. group, that's what they do. They're going to make that $700 million they're holding for Otani, and they're going to double or triple that before they have to right. pay him anyway. That's what right. they do for a living. It, it's different when you're owned by Guggenheim exactly. versus being owned by Jimmy Haslam, Mark Davis, Dean Spanos. 100%. I, I won't put the Seidler group in. I don't know, but I don't think they would have been comfortable saying, yeah, we're going to put $680 million in a fund and, and we've got that liquid available. Yeah. I think the only reason you back into the deal is if you're a general manager who says, I don't know if I'm going to be here by the time these contracts oh. are due. Yeah. And so when you look at, you know, here people still have faith in AJ. Hey, look, he's all you got right now. So I hope you have faith in him. 
But this is a very good chance this is AJ's last year. Yeah, and the other problem is that a lot of you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, man, you raise ticket prices again. Not you good. are the restaurant that now has put in valet parking, so you got to pay for valet. You've adjusted the menu, and you've adjusted the portions. And you're expecting everybody to continue coming out and paying that deal. And, I mean, Dennis mentioned it. Mike Schild hasn't rounded out his coaching staff. It's bizarre. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. And You think the Padres are holding his hands on that one? Why, why is it that he hasn't? Everyone else has. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. It's just, man, everything right now. Nobody has stepped up to grab the reins and say, look, we got this. Uh, Dave, you and I are old enough. You probably remember this. A lot of you are not going to remember this, which is probably okay. But when I was a kid, Dave, you were a kid. Our president, Ronald Reagan, was shot. Yeah. Shot by John Hinckley. And there was an amazing scene as, uh, yeah. as Reagan was in the hospital. They had a press conference. And Alexander Haig was Secretary of State. Wasn't vice president. He was secretary of state. Yeah, I'm in charge here. I'm in charge here. I'm running things. And the people in the media were like, what? Like fourth in line. <laughs> but the point of that being is that in the moment, a guy stood up, whether he was right or not, and said, hey, I've got this. You haven't seen anybody. No. You saw what they did last week in Peter's memory for the homeless. That was great. But right now is you're not getting any indication as far as what's up with the TV deal. I get it. A lot of teams are not making moves right now. And, and the guys that are getting signed are, we talked about it the other night, pretty high. Yeah. For some of these guys, I, it's not like we've seen anybody come off the board that you go, well, that one would have made sense or this one would have made sense. A lot of time to go. But I think if you look at baseball reference, and look at what's 146 and the difference that we're going to see in just two years where it jumps up again and yep. then jumps up again to over $200 million with just the guys you currently have under contract. Yeah, that's cause for concern. It is. Because you don't have pieces in place that, that make you feel confident you're a World Series team. And that tells you, that you don't have the opportunity to go find those guys because of financial restraints. No, it's very disappointing. And again, at this time a year ago, nobody saw Arizona being where Arizona is. I mean, if you would have told me a year ago, we're going to talk about Arizona being in the World Series, right. nobody would have believed it. And and again, now they're even a better team. On paper, Arizona is a better team today than they were two months ago. The Xander deal to me is just... It's such a waste. The Xander deal was a waste. It, it, when we say a panic move because they didn't get judged, they didn't need it. Yeah. You didn't need to do any kind of move. No. It's it's very, very frustrating. And Xander, look, man, I don't it, stop with the he's a good guy shit. I'm so tired of the good guy Dude. stuff. You guys shouldn't care. You, none of you are friends with Xander. To me, he's a guy. At this point of his career, Dude, Dave, And take he's away that guy. last month of the season. He had a great last month when it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Against shitty teams. Did he do anything to help the wrist? No. What no. A, what a team guy. That, I, I just, honestly, God, Jeff, I don't think he, he can do anything for the wrist. I think it's just damaged, and they know it's damaged. <laughs> and I think the Red Sox knew it was damaged. Uh, I mean, 
the Xander deal to me, if the Xander deal didn't exist and you wanted to tell me about Cronenworth and Darvish and Manny, all of it, you could go, oh, okay. All right. I, I guess. Okay. For a handful of reasons, none of which I would agree with. None of those deals should be on the books. No. None of them. No. The, you know, it's funny. Even if, let's say Xander didn't make the money he made. Let's say everybody made 750000 on this team, but Xander had the resume as. Yeah. You still have to have the uncomfortable conversation with Xander real soon yeah. about changing positions. Yeah. Which is everyone's dreading. And who's going to be that guy? Yeah. Because he's not going to take it well. No. <coughs> and, you know, and then the talk came out that when the Red Sox came to town, that Xander told guys on the Red Sox how miserable it was here. Who says that more, him or Orsillo? No, Jesus shit. Christ! Enough with Orsillo in Boston. Is Orsillo miserable here? I, I don't know that Orsillo is miserable here. It's just we fucking get it, man. We get that you used to work in Boston. You want to be here? Never seen a guy more obsessed with the rearview mirror than Don Orsillo. Every fucking day. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yesterday was Don's birthday. So great for the fans in San Diego and Boston. Dude, you've been here eight fucking yeah. years. Move on. They started the door. This is your home. Is it? Have you ever been to Cape Cod, Dave? Fuck. God, dude. Like, enough. Fucking Joe Castiglione gets a Ford Frick. Oh, here's 90 years of... Nobody gives a shit, dude. You're in San Diego. Fucking move on, Don. Dude, enough. Uh, just every fucking day. Dude, if I was... If I was the pods, I'd be like, do you want to be here? Do you want to be there? Dude, I would too. I would too. If I was the pods, what are you Everybody's doing? Everybody's replaceable. Yeah. And you know what I would do, Don? If you want to leave, you know what I would do? I'd bring Matt Vaskersian back here immediately. And nobody would know you left. I figure out you got a pretty good fucking deal, kid. Enough with Boston. Enough with crying every day. Dude, I, I can't fucking stand guys. Sorry, Don. Sorry if you get your fucking feelings hurt. Somebody needs to tell you. You either want to be here or you don't. You're either in or you're out. And if you're in, then you're in on San Diego. We're not a package deal. I'm, I'm tired of hearing the fucking crying about what happened. And by the way, we were the show that said the best free agent signing that year was Don Orsillo. We did. Jeff was pushing Orsillo for the longest time. Huge fan. Yep. But, I, dude, Boston doesn't write him checks anymore. I, I agree with you. I can't fucking stand it, dude. Either you're on this team or you're not. Figure it out, dude. Get in. You're either a Padre moving forward. It's not reflective in your play-by-play. -play. I love the work he does. I can't fucking stand when guys can't figure out either they're here or they're there. Where do you want to be? Go back there. I bet Trader Joe's is hiring. Yeah, well, he's not going back to work for the Red Sox. Fuck, that ship has sailed. They do you know something door. I don't? Yes. Remember Eddie Williams? Yes. yes. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Can you imagine... When we were working at, pick any spot. We worked 9,000 different places. Let's say the last time we were at 1360. Dave, happy birthday. I just want to thank the audience of 1090 and 1360. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, it'd be ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. So I'm done with it. Jim Reich isn't walking through that door. 
No. What it, is up with that? Why is that? Ask Rick Burleson. Does he, does he have no? He has no respect for this uh, for this organization. None at all. It's embarrassing. Oh, it's fine. Come on. By the way, I had no idea that Mark Sweeney was was shown the door. What? Yeah. Well, you didn't watch on there this past Saturday. Huh? Mark Sweeney was on. Said he's okay. not working for the pods anymore. Really? Yeah. Crazy, huh? Really? Didn't know. He announced it right there. Ah, uh, that's too bad. So, well, okay. So, and I know a lot of people don't like Mark. Jeff and I are like Mark. Oh, uh, I like him a lot. I like him So, a what lot. does that mean for like Pomerantz and Scanlon and all those guys? And I'm telling you. You haven't heard anything, huh? You have no idea. Yeah, I was shocked when he said that. How how can any of those guys? I don't know. But. Yeah, I like, mean, no I, shit. We talk about a TV deal. I guess the guys like Pomerantz are going, wait a second, what's happening? Yeah. They all got families and deals, the whole thing. Uh, I'll just say, not going too far down the rabbit hole. There, you, you see Mark Sweeney on TV, and he does a solid job as analyst. I had the benefit, Dave had the benefit of sitting right directly in front of him yeah. in the press box. Dude, he was great. He was great. As far as calling it, I mean, you said it to him a bunch of times. I said it to him. Why aren't you a manager? Yeah. Why aren't you on the staff? People lose their minds right now. I'm telling you, if you listen to him talk, you change your mind. I don't get it. Who gives a shit? No, no. But you and I have, we've, when you listen to Mark Sweeney talk, and and this is why Jeff and I say this. When you realize he's been coached by guys like Joe Torre and Bruce Bochy, and, right. he's been, and you have to play the game when you're yeah. on TV. Yeah, and he's and he's with all these different organizations, the Giants, the Cardinals. Yeah. He's seen it from so many different angles. But when he talks, you go, this guy has learned different a level. lot. Yeah, different, 100%. Different level. Played with Tony Gwynn, played with the Barry Bonds. You know, yeah. completely different level. But but he said it before us. He used to say, you know, my son Gavin's young. I don't want to travel. Yeah. That was the big thing. He goes, I want to be a dad, which you and I respect. Completely. I, I, I like Sweeney a lot. Yeah, so I'm sorry to hear that. Good dude. Very good dude. He can do whatever he wants in baseball. But I just think, again, go to baseball reference. Yeah. Look at it and make whatever decision you want. I mean, a lot of you are season ticket holders and committed financially. And if you want to believe... Look, we don't know what they're going to do, Dave. They could go out and sign Goriel. They could go out and sign Stroman, Montgomery, right? I mean, they could do a bunch of different things. There's a thousand guys that are still on the market. Carpenter, you get out of, that's amazing to me. You get out of that Carpenter deal, and somehow you've figured out a way for the Braves to eat four and a half million of it to take Ray Kerr. I mean, Ray Kerr is fine, but you got, you got a, they bought Ray Kerr for four and a half million dollars from you. They did because Carpenter, of course, was released. You know, so and but but that's a headache. That's a way. Even at five million, it's a headache. That's a way. You don't have yeah. to. No, I, I Mike agree. Schilt doesn't have to look at him on the bench. See, it's funny. I looked at my son and I talked about this today too. Josh was not a Ray Kerr fan. He was like, "I'm not a fan." He goes, "I I don't see it," and I said, "The Braves see it." Yeah. You know, he's gonna somehow he's gonna for help four and that. a half million. Yeah, somehow yeah. they see something in that kid that they go we're willing to pay basically it's just as four and a half million dollars to be a lefty coming out of the bullpen for us this year yeah. this is a team that had the best record in major league baseball and they go that guy's one of our missing pieces pod said take him yeah 
Pod take said, him. Pod said take him. Because the it's the return on investment, the ROI. And the investment for the pods was you're getting Carpenter out of here. Yeah. And you are now, Bob Melvin's like, you got to be goddamn kidding me. <laughs> um, but, Think about it. The two of the guys that, that Melvin did not like are both gone already. Yeah. But now if you're Mike Schilt, now you have that opportunity to yeah. actually have, you would think, a full bench. I don't know, Dave, what they're going to do. I'm not in a panic as far as lack of moves that have been made. I'm really not. Remember, the Yankees, out free agent-wise, the Yankees haven't signed any free agents. No. Their other team, a lot, the Cubs haven't signed any free agents. Twins haven't done anything? Yeah. A lot of teams have, have not signed anybody. And the Twins, like the Padres, well, actually different than the Padres. Twins were a playoff team. Won a playoff series this year, lost two starters in Sonny Gray and Maeda, and have done nothing to replace it because, like the Pods, lost their TV deal. Yep. A little different farm system, but not guys coming up ready to go immediately. And so, no, they haven't done anything. Angels haven't done anything, right? I mean, there's a handful of teams that you look at where well, you go. And- and remember, two of the two of the three, meaning Padres and Yankees, were right there. The top, the Met, have the Mets have signed haven't signed anybody either, right? The top no. three teams in payroll last I mean, year didn't sign basically a major free agent. No, I think the Yankees would say, "Well, we did trade for one." So, yeah, but I mean, as far as going free agent market, they they, got, they, they haven't done that. No, I got it. They got Soto and Verdugo versus via yeah, trade. trades. In yeah. Trades. But yeah, free agent wise. Yeah, they've no. changed the roster. They just haven't gone yeah. out and, and started buying buying players. But they're in they're in on Yamamoto. Yes. I mean, they're having dinners and that whole scene in New York, if you're paying attention to it, very funny how that's playing out. Probably probably kind of fun to watch being from the outside because it would be the equivalent to hey, Yamamoto had dinner with yeah. the Padres. Yeah, we're oh, feeling yeah. good. Well then tomorrow night he had dinner with the Dodgers. Whoa, what? Yeah. Um I like how that's all playing out. You surprised at all that Snell or and or Hater haven't signed yet? No, I'll, I'll get to let me, let me start with Yamamoto. Okay, just what you said at the very beginning of the show. You don't know shit, and the people you're reading about they don't know shit. Right. Nobody knows anything exactly what's going on. The Yamamoto thing is interesting to me because one is he doesn't mind it being out there yeah. that he's talking to teams, just the opposite of Otani. Two is, we, we know he's a, it's supposed to be a great player. Three Cy Youngs, the whole deal. 25, spot the ball wherever he wants. Understand everything about how good this kid's supposed to be. The story that came out over the weekend of 400 million, 12 years by the Mets, they said completely a lie. Oh, yeah. They said, a matter of fact, not one team has offered him 300 million yet, but all of a sudden the Mets offered 400 million. So oh. just just hold on a second. You don't need to be, be first. You just want yeah. to be right. So the, the Yamamoto story of him going out to dinner to Steve Cohen's house, mm-hmm. it's kind to me, it's kind of cool that, hey, yeah. here's a guy that's only in town for, for a couple more weeks before he has to figure this thing out. Yeah. And he's going to sit there and do his due diligence. Going to go to New York. And you know what I did? First thing I did when I heard he was in New York, I looked up the weather. Oh. Go, Is he freezing his ass off? And it was only 56 degrees this weekend. Not bad. Not bad. So he... Goes to Steve Cohen's house. If you're Steve yeah. Cohen, how nervous are you bringing this guy to your house? Like, you, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I think, I, uh, who I, did I just not, not since somebody... Kona has a bad house. Well, my point is anytime you bring any guest to your house, there's always that, that level of, uh, being comfortable. Yeah. And you're like, custom wise, am I going to do anything to offend? I don't definitely. Cause I want this guy to work for me. 
Yeah. But he goes, Steve Cohen, but then he requested a meeting with the Yankees. Something his agent didn't request. He told the, his agent, I need you to call the Yankees while we're here. There's wow. something to me. There, and, of course, the Red Sox, Yankees, Mets, Dodgers. Giants, Dodgers are supposed to be the teams that are heavily in the mix. Phillies, too, right? Here in Phillies as well. But at the same time, I give this kid credit for looking at everything, yeah. not just assuming, ah, oh, fuck that team. Yeah. So, uh, you know, good for him. One, at 25-year-old, good for you. Two is, I think in my head, and again, I don't know shit. I'm telling you right now, there's something about the Yankees I think he is in love with. I think yeah. he's in love with the history of this game, and he knows what that Yankee brand means. Um, who's uh, um, a mind bite? Hideki Arabu. Hideki Arabu. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to be the next Hideki Arabu. Then, <laughs> he wants to be the next Hideki Arabu. Too soon. What's wrong with you? We do soon. We got Ruben Rivera in that deal. Hideki Rabu's dead. He committed suicide. That's sad. <laughs> All right. So you asked me about Blake Snell. Yeah. I think Blake Snell's the last big starter to sign, just I, by his agent. I don't think Blake Snell signs till mid to late January. Wow. That's just my guess. And Hater, I think, kind of falls in late too. And I think Hater's going to set a record for the most money given to a closer. Yeah, that'll be crazy. Yeah, and I don't know where the fuck either one of these guys end up. I mean, again, a lot of it has to do with Yamamoto. I do think the Dodgers, are since they traded for a starter, I think they're going to buy a starter too. Yeah. That's just, just my guess. I don't know if it's Montgomery or Snell, but I think they're going to be in on, on one of those guys. Uh, just so we're clear, again, because we get misquoted on this fucking show all the time, which is fine. I really don't. I don't know what the game plan is. I'm not in panic that they haven't signed anybody. But if you go and look, there's 60 million that changes with these back end deals. Yeah. And the TV deal is going to have to be figured out. And a lot of you don't feel like you're really willing to pay. Very similar to what happened uh, as LA is awarded a second Super Bowl yeah. to SoFi Stadium 2027. Thank you to the Padres. Thank you to the Aztecs. Thank you to the hotels. Thank you to the local government that allowed the NFL to leave. Because that would be San Diego. No doubt about it. San Diego tonight could be crowing about the fact that we had a Super Bowl here two years ago and another one is coming back in just three short years. But we're not because we committed. We let the Padres, we let the Aztecs, we let the politicians, we let the hotel owners throw the baby out with the bathwater because you were upset with Dean Spanos and you let the entire NFL leave. Horrible, horrendous, incredibly embarrassing in minor league. But that's why we have a one runway city. But if you didn't want to pay for the NFL, the city, man, the city is known for being cheap, insanely cheap. And I don't know how much the Seidler Equity Group knows it, understands it, is afraid of it, or will get to know it. But when they ask you to pay to offset the loss of $60 million and all of you start bitching, get ready. Because it's, it's, it's either we help out or look out. Because <laughs> they're gone. Right, Dave? Help out or look out. <laughs> I'm just telling you. They don't owe you shit. If you were if you bought season tickets this year, oh, I'd be pissed. That's what I'm gonna say. I would be pissed too. I felt like a bait and switch. This isn't what I now, bought. But I, as of now, 
But, you know, uh, Waka, I was trying to think. Waka was real close to spring training. Real close. Hang on. I'm blind. Go ahead. Bad. I'm going to look to see when, uh, when yeah. they sign up. So here's the deal on Waka. Look, this is obviously what the price is right now. I mean, you could say whatever you want. The Royals overpay. Here's, if you wonder, too, what the Royals are doing, because the Royals have signed six guys already this uh, offseason. The Royals are one of those teams that's actually spending. I didn't realize the Royals are trying to get a new stadium, a new ballpark. Did you understand that? Oh, uh, no. So that's one of the reasons they're trying to do that attendance rush. But Waka being 25 and six over the last couple of years, pretty impressive. I mean, anyone that's 19 <laughs> games over 500, pretty impressive. Now, you brought up the injury thing on Waka, but. Almost every one of these guys goes through through, through injuries. Uh, February 16th. This is funny. Yeah. This is the way it was written. Michael Waka and the Padres finalized a contract that guarantees $26 million over four seasons could be worth $39 million over three years. Waka gets a $3.5 million signing bonus, $4 million salary this year, and he must decide after the World Series to keep him for 16 for 24 and 25, which they didn't do. But anyways, the point of that being is February 16th, Pitchers and catchers report February yeah. 14th on Valentine's Day. So, I mean, that was a pretty key guy. Should I look for Seth Luga? Yeah. Luga, remember, it came down to the Dodgers and Pods, but the Is Padre, that right? Yeah, but the Padres said they didn't let him be a starting pitcher. Oh, and yeah. The Dodgers are going to use him as right. a reliever. I thought the Mets were in that, too. Now, the Mets told him to fuck off. Seth Lugo. Uh, December 22nd. Okay. Uh, December, which shit is today's the 18th. 18th so, yeah. I mean, that was so again, those were two guys, and I don't remember. I did not see, by the way, both those guys going to the Royals. I thought if I had to say both go to the yeah. same team, I would have said it was the Giants. Yeah, yeah, that would have made sense. Um, honestly, when Lugo was signed, yeah, I think being in here, you went back and listened to that show, it was probably just a big, loud shrug. Yeah, all right. Yeah, guy's going to get a chance to start. He sucks as a starting pitcher. His ERA as a starting pitcher is over four yeah. coming into the season. Oh, that's great. I'm sure we were really optimistic. <laughs> I'm sure we really... Yeah, he outperformed his contract. Yeah, of course he did. I'm sure we really gave him a fair shake. <laughs> we probably pissed all over it. Rightfully so. So, no, I don't know. They could still go out and get guys, but... Numbers jump dramatically without anybody else coming in. God, my allergies all of a sudden are going crazy. I don't know what to tell you. Put that goddamn... Anthrax in that envelope I gave you. I think so. There you go. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. More than 20 years in San Diego. Taylor May Pools, nobody builds a better pool than Alan Taylor. New construction or commercial residential, full remodels, commercial residential, new equipment and repairs. He's your guy. Taylor May Pools. Ask about available financing. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Big rain coming in this weekend, Dave. That's right. So have the pool built in three days, and then let Mother Nature fill it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty wild, dude. Pretty wild. Two weeks from today, it's 2024, right? Yes. Am I doing that right? I think you are. Gosh. Then all of a sudden, the days start getting longer. We count down towards spring. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Count down towards spring and, and man, warm weather coming back, longer days. Ah, oh, it's perfect. And absolutely perfect to sit in your backyard and watch who's going to come pitch for the pods. You think it's going to be Frankie Montes? 
That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe. Wouldn't be a bad guy, right? Take Maybe. a float around that. All right. Watch Frankie Montez on opening day. While Joe and you are on the 15-day deal, hope to have him back by May 28th. Make sure your payments are in for your season tickets, you dumb fucks. <laughs> Is Don going to be more excited about opening day for the Padres or the <laughs> no Red Sox? No shit! So great to see my friend Pedro Martinez get a street named after him. Nobody cares. Here, Don, you happy? You fucking crybaby. Our celebrity pool of the night, Rhea Perlman. Jesus Christ. That's awful. That's awful. What? She's a lovely lady. It's a small pool. <laughs> uh, let's see. How many? Let's see this. How many crying lovers still? I just, I don't know why that hit me. I don't blame you. You're, you're a Padre it's, fan. Yeah. Enough of your bullshit. You're right. You've been here a long time. You live in Imperial Stop Beach. Stop crying about the one that got away. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> How many crying Don tweets have there been? About 11? <laughs> Rhea Perlman celebrity pool. That's too damn funny. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry again right now. So many people wondering what's going on in the real estate market. I'm sure a lot of people out there are like me. We are checking your email all the time because I set up. I want to see exactly what's happening in the market. Yeah. So every morning when I wake up, I get at least three emails that will tell me what's happening and not only in San Diego County, but other parts of the country as well. Brian Curry, Dan Williams working together. Both agree that the real estate market could be slowing down a little. With that being said, you want to do the right move when it comes to selling your home. You want to make sure you get the most for it. Brian Curry is your guy. At the same time, if you want to stay in San Diego County, Brian can put you in the right neighborhood. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, I think the other problem, Dave, that you're facing, especially if you're in the market to buy, is you're in competition with a bunch of equity firms that are buying up real estate all over town. Yeah. And what you need is somebody with that 25 years of experience, more than 25 years that Brian has, because, yeah, we all want it, but what is the real price that is worth the, what is the house worth? And Brian's going to look out for your best interest, not his own. So you may think, hey, let's get this house. It's 800000 But if Brian looks at it and goes, you know what, it's probably six forty. And I'm not going to let you go 160 over. We'll find the right house for you. That's what you need. That's what I have. That's what Dave has. It's what makes him such a champion, no matter where you're looking to buy, from the South Bay to North County, all the way out into the East counties, such as Poway, uh, Brian Curry can help you out. All right, so look, Dan Williams, of course, we just said was working with Brian Curry. He tells you all the time, get approved, not just pre-qualified. You need to understand the financials of home buying. They want to educate you on the benefit of having rental property. Yeah. And maybe having rental property in California is not the way to go. Let Dan Williams explain to you how you can get more for your buck by having rental property outside of California. It'll be the best phone call you make. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Borrow smart, repay smart. And it is so, so important at this time of year because everybody wants to do the right thing. But sometimes... That person that you're buying for, it doesn't need to be the major thing. It can just be something fun or sentimental and doesn't cost you that huge abundance of cash. Because as you get into the new year, man, oh man, property taxes become uh, 
They're knocking on your door. Old Dirty Dan McAllister. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever called him Dirty Dan. You just did. Yeah. You know what that envelope looks of course, like, right? Seen it a hundred times. God damn it. Then income tax, everything else, and you want to make sure that your finances are in line. Well, I love when Dan talks about cash flow because cash flow changes everything. Give him a call. Make sure you tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. There you go. All right, here we go. We're going celebrity birthdays. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to go two different dates here. We're going to go okay. December 19th and December 20th, just because it took me a while to get four. Yeah, that's fine. All right, first one on December 19th. The first one is Alyssa Milano. Oh, my God. The greatest. <laughs> oh, my God. She is the greatest. Just give a pull to Rio Portland. I know. I didn't know. Uh... Alyssa Milano, I'm going to say, is 51. Exactly right. How about that? I'm not surprised you knew. Yeah. I'm going to say $30 million. $10 million, it Dude, says. my God, perfect. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is pretty funny. I'm going to say he's uh, 49. 43. Really? Yep, 43. Shit. Sorry, Jake. Dude, really? Yes. Um... I'll say $60 million. $80 million. Okay. December 20th, Peter Chris. Oh, I just heard Hard Luck Woman the other day. What's an underrated song. Peter Chris is going to be 74. 78. 78. It'll be worth $1.4 million. Dude, I tell you what, I thought it would be really low, too. It is low yeah. compared to the rest of those guys. It's $5 million. Okay. There you go. You don't feel so bad for him. Honest to God, I think I thought last year or whenever we did the Peter Chris last, that was like yeah. five hundred thousand. You go, yeah. what the fuck? Because Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley completely fucked those guys over. Well, yeah, they wrote it all. Boris Fraley. I loved the other day. I saw something on like YouTube. Yeah, and they know you know now that they they own the makeup. So yeah. Gene Simmons and uh, Paul. Yeah, own the makeup. So the guy who's ever the drummer now, I don't know who it is, Alex Van Halen, who the fuck drums for him now? I don't know. He's back there in the cat makeup. He's meeting like a little kid. Some guy from back, you should paint that makeup. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> so funny. Gets army turning on him? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, pretty oh my funny. God. All right, last okay. one, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Uh... 38. 40 years old. 40. Um, dude, he's probably made some money. I'll say uh, $50 million. $70 million. Nice. All right, here we go. Five yeah. random questions written by Josh. Okay. Uh, how many phone calls are in you in a week? Like, how many phone calls do you have to make a week? Uh, between work and personal? Yes. Like, everything's text now. Yeah, everything's text. Um. Taking Jack and Kate out of it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, take them out. 35? Really? That's a yeah. lot. I'd yeah. say 14 for me. I think I average two a day. Yeah, by 35. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. Again, I avoid the phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, work-wise. Yeah. Yeah, you got to take Jack I avoid and Kate it out. now because everybody's looking for free shit. Get the hell out of here. They stand on that door? Nope. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Take <laughs> your is that how you say it when they come knock on the door? Ernie. Do they knock on the side of the door? Ernie. You're, you're, yeah, let me guess. You're a guy that always has the door open, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're a door open guy. Yeah, it, mine's a sliding glass door. Okay. It's, yeah, it's always open. It's great. My man, Ernie. <laughs> we cashed in. Company party the other day. That's awesome. 
Ernie won. I won. Yeah, it was good. Oh, my gosh. What is the best part of your childhood? Oh, I like that. Um, Dude, I swear bumper skiing was so goddamn fun. Like, that is it's wild. so funny dude, thinking back on if that. If you found out your kids did that, you'd be so Oh, upset. my God. I'd have a heart attack. Um, That guy bought those seats and he's next to a I was thinking the dog. same thing. God, he's pissed. Watching the Laker game. It's a giant dog sitting front row. And the guy next to him is just like, you got to be kidding me. I've counted down to these seats for six weeks. And now, now I guess, what the fuck is that? Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was distracted. Yeah. Uh, my mom, single mom. Yeah. Would find a way to get us out to games. I love that. Twins games. My, one of my North favorite stars, stars that you tell me. Vikings. That was the greatest, man. The best. It's cool. Was your mom really a sports fan or did it because she No, she voice? was. That's awesome. Yeah, she loved it. She loved the Vikes. I don't think she was in on the Twins. I mean, she was fine, but she knew I loved them. Yeah. So she found a way. I mean, again, whatever the difference was. But, I mean, she's a single mom. She's not even 30. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Three kids and finding a way. North Star Games. Oh, yeah, dude. She, she'd go for games. Yeah. Yeah. That's dude. cool. Yeah, it was great. Uh, how about for you? You know what? Always, it always comes down to you know being with your friends growing up. Yeah. I mean, friends that I know for you, you've kept in touch with so many of yours. Yeah, I, I haven't. Like I was really tempted today, but I got distracted. Start looking up some people because my mom was asking me, "Hey, you ever found out what happened to so and so?" And I was like, "No, you know, I never yeah. looked." But um, yeah, it's kind of kind of fun. It's when I look back at stories, I always think of things that went wrong, like things we, oh, whether yeah. it's throwing a rock at a car and the guy chasing us down. Fuck or, yeah, we all did that. What the hell yeah. were we doing, dude? The one that I always remember, and I think I've I've said it on this show, was it was like weather like this December. I know yeah. in Minnesota you had the same thing if there wasn't snow on the ground, where the grass turns almost white. I mean, it is yeah. it is yellow white and it is dried out as fuck and. Uh, my buddy Jamie, his older brother Scott Scott King was his name. <laughs> like our yeah, buddy. Yeah. And this guy decided he's gonna steal his dad's cigarettes and we're gonna go to the end of the property, which is about two acres, okay? Oh, away. And everyone oh, had a shit. two acre lot yeah. where he lived. And we're gonna light up cigarettes and smoke for the first time. And man, we light these cigarettes up. And of course we cough like every other yeah. asshole. And one of us dropped our cigarette. And man, it lit up the fucking grass so fast. Oh my God. We burnt not only his parents' entire property, but the neighbors too. Four acres burnt like that. Holy dude, it shot off like shit. you wouldn't believe, dude. It, everything was blacked out. Fucking like, you know, when you drive down a freeway yeah. and see a fire. How old were you? Just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. Was, no, we were probably about 10, 11. Uh, my old roommate. Yeah. I won't mention her first name, but you know her. Right about the same age. Yeah. Did set a canyon on fire. Yeah. Doing the same exact same thing. Same stupid shit. But I think it Carl's bad. Oh, my God, dude. And then there's nothing you can do to cover it. There's no. There's nothing you can do. No, you're done. And you're thinking in your mind. I'm are going we, to juvie. Uh, no, we're just thinking about his dad just kicking the shit out of us. Oh, going, yeah. are we more in trouble for stealing the cigarettes or for ruining two properties? We. How do you explain uh, to the neighbor that, hey, my my kid lit yeah. your entire property on fire? Yeah, we, uh, we did that. We had a guy from the fire department come in. We did that backfire, backdraft. What the fuck? Yeah, like when they do that on the hillside to protect the homes. <laughs> Is that what your excuse, the excuse was? No. To protect the homes? Dude, we, we, this is so fucked up. In Minnesota, Yeah, we would take like snow boulders and roll them down the hill onto the freeway. That's crazy, dude. Dude, fuck. 
Like they would just roll down. We didn't yeah. drop them. Yeah. Thankfully, like you hear people that drop shit. But the guy circled up one time and came up with his lights off. Scared the shit. Yeah. Like I was just kind of, I don't, for whatever reason, I wasn't really, I didn't really participate. So I was kind of like on the really? outskirts. No, I would tell you the truth. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't. There was something about it I didn't like. And I, I not like I yeah. was clear headed. I was fucking bumper skiing every day. But I remember I wasn't really in the middle of it. And this guy came up and like, he was really into the group. Yeah. And I was just kind of watching everything, but it scared the shit out of me. So then I was out of there, but um, like bumper skin. Oh yeah, dude, we could have just been flung right under the school bus. And yeah. my buddies do it all the time. One handed. We've said this for people that don't understand in the Midwest, uh, it snows they come through with a snow plow, but yeah. you still have probably a quarter inch of snow pounded down yeah. with ice and sleet and everything else. And so you would get off the school bus in like fourth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and you'd get off the bus and you're in like your boots and you throw like your backpack and then you'd run around behind the bus and you would drop down into like a squat and you'd hang on to Just the bumper. The exhaust of a bus. Yeah. <laughs> now the bus takes off and you're, dude, the bus takes off. You're probably going 25. Yeah, too fast. Yeah, you're yeah. 11 and you're hanging on. But then there'd always be kind of the dumb kid that would, one hand would go. Yeah. So then he's Bruce Willison, you know, and then you just reach over and kick his arm. <laughs> Fuck out of here. And he'd laugh because he'd just tumble like a barrel. Ah, and every now and then the bus driver figured out, well, God damn it. What? And his job's at risk. Because he murdered eight kids without knowing it? Yeah. We do that every fucking year. And we had, and we had neighbors that would have like a, like a Ford station wagon. Yeah. Dude, they would just roll down the window. It's fucking middle January in Minneapolis. Beers, front seat, heater. Uh, you good back there? Yeah, let's go. And he just fucking take off and drive us around the block. That's crazy. When I think of stupid shit like that, I remember uh, visiting my buddy Matt in Canton, Ohio in the winter. Yeah. Because we always used to visit around this time but of year. But he probably went bumper skiing. Oh, I'm sure he did. We, um, the craziest thing we did, I remember we were walking to, it was like a 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And it was either we can go this way, it's gonna take us an extra twenty five minutes, or we can just run across the freeway and cross. Oh shit. No, and I do never we did. did. And I mean I look back and I go, what the fuck were we oh, thinking? No. We literally 10, oh 11, god. we ran, we crossed the freeway. Oh my god, probably all dressed in your black parkas. Dude, how no, dumb were we? No reflectors. Dude, how dumb were we? Oh, that's dumb. I mean, dude, if my kid if I found oh. my kid crossed the freeway running, I, I I would beat the shit out of him. I'd be so oh, pissed. Oh my god, dude. yeah, no. Yeah, that's one I look back on. It's amazing none of us yeah. died. No, I never did that, thankfully. Damn, it was stupid. It was so dumb. All right, uh, next question, if I can fucking see. Um, okay. What's a stadium or arena you'd like to visit? Um, You know, the ones I wanted to get to, I got the Madison Square Garden, and, and I've been in... The original Maple Leaf Garden. I've been in yeah. the original Montreal Forum. 
been to the new ones. Um, I don't really give a shit about Boston's arena. Yeah. Um, and you gotta say Fenway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Donald gets feelings hurt if he finds out we're fucking around tonight. Um, yeah, Fenway. Yeah, Fenway. Gotta be, dude. That'd be great. I, I to me, Dave, you went in the thing. Dude, it's so uncomfortable, man. No, I got it. Yeah, but that it's really whole, cool being there. It is. That whole block, though, right? Yeah. Like the whole thing, how it it's part awesome. of the neighborhood? It is. Part of that. Um, you could never have season tickets here. I'm telling you, it's that uncomfortable. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. Like your knees hurt, your ass hurts, everything. It feels like you're sitting on cement. Yeah, that would suck. But, but yeah, Fenway, I yeah. think. I don't think, I, I mean, I went to the vet. The old vet in Philly was crazy fun. That was great. Oh, you know what? Probably Jerry. New AT&T Stadium. Little okay. Cowboy game down there. there. Uh, Allegiant. Yeah. Um, Allegiant's right there. Yeah. I'm taking I, care of that. I want to see uh, I want to see LSU on a Saturday night. Oh, shit. That would be really fun. Football game on a Saturday night. Yeah, that'd be really fun. You know, and for baseball, I'd love to go to PNC. I'd like to see what's like. Everyone yeah. tells me how great Pittsburgh is. Yeah. I'm with you. But Wrigley, to me, dude, Wrigley the second time. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Because the first time it was just sensory overload. God, it was so great. Yeah. Next question. Do you have a favorite movie scene? Favorite movie scene? Well, yeah. I mean, it's Love Actually. I was just kidding. It's <laughs> the second time today I've heard this. What? Yeah. Sean Walchev said Love Actually to me today. It's not my scene. I was just kidding because it's the holidays and you see it on a bunch of different things. Um. I got into Sean's head. <laughs> What'd you do to him? And I think he was shaking for five minutes. Mad at you? We're, no, I think he was like freaked out that he offended me, but I completely was fucking with him. He said uh, something about doing something. He goes, I don't know, man. That's bad juju. And I go, what's the deal with the anti-Semitic yeah. remarks? Come on. And he fucking froze. <laughs> Dude, he had like for five minutes, he didn't say a word to me. He was like, how do I apologize? I wasn't being anti-Semitic. I was like, Dude, I'm really? completely fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> um, dude, I remember as a kid. Yeah, I would tell you this. My my favorite scene in a movie. Yeah, as a little kid, impacted me, and it was great. Um, uh, Billy D. Williams, the speech in Brian's song. Oh, really? About Brian Piccolo. I think I'm the only guy that does not shake it by. By uh, Brian, you're racist. I have nothing to do with anything. What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, everyone said that they cried. I'm like, what? No, I didn't cry. It was just such a great speech. Yeah. And then when I I was really little too, I saw the Poseidon Adventure with Gene Hackman when he was on that thing and he sacrificed himself. Yeah, that was great. Um, but Billy D, the speech, ah, fuck, so good. That was great. What about for you? The scene in an airplane where they tell everyone not to panic and that girl runs across and shows her tits. No, I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that in an airplane? Yeah. When you're a little, you saw it when you were a little kid, yeah. right? You're like, whoa, this movie just changed. Yeah. No, the, my favorite scene is uh, is Wedding Crashers. Oh, dude. Where, um, where Will, um, what's his face? Uh, Vince Vaughn runs into his buddy on the stairs and he says that the mom wanted her to feel her up. 
And he goes, oh, yeah? Were they built for fucking speed? Did you motorboat? And he's all yelling at him. Dude. And he's like, what's wrong with you? He goes, what's yeah. wrong with me? Try getting jerked off under the table after some real problems. Dude. And it's such a crazy scene. And oh, I'm yeah. like, how many times? Because you and I was wondering this all the time. How many yeah. times do you have to tape something without fucking laughing? In that movie, when Bradley Cooper smokes him, he's playing flag football yeah, in his plaid what's wrong pants. with your brother? Yeah. Can't breathe. Can't breathe. Dude, on the ground. Hot route. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Can't breathe. Dude, yeah. That movie, that movie is so great. Vince Vaughn, what happened to that guy? Dude, he, he was in Curb. That was it. He was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I haven't seen him in a while. Final uh, final uh, go-around. Is Starts in February. It's yep. the final season? Final season. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Damn, I'm disappointed. I love that show. All right, last one he has for you. Okay. Um, do you have a go-to karaoke song? You guys have asked me this a thousand Dude, times. I said this to him, and he says, ask him anyway. And yeah, I said, he no. doesn't sing. He doesn't do karaoke. I'm not a karaoke guy. I, All right. Ka- karaoke I'm, to me is just... I'll be honest with you. I wish I was that guy, but I'm not. I don't even sing in the don't. car. I wish I could sing. I you wish I, I wish you, I wasn't afraid to sing. Wasn't you? Don't wish you were that guy. I wish I was. I wish I was a guy that just go have a good time and sing, and uh, dance and do all that. I don't do any of that shit. Uh, we, uh, Kate and I, were in L.A. a couple of weeks back. We're in Santa Monica and we're on the pier. Yeah, we're walking back and there's that little bar right there and they're doing karaoke night. And there's a stage. This fucking asshole. Which one? The guy singing? The guy singing. Oh, they're talking about your kid. I'm like, no, what? my kid's great. Because he, oh, I got to tell you what I had him do. Okay. And uh, I go, look at this dickhead. And the guy singing is standing in front of the stage. Yeah. Can't be on the stage. Now he's got to be on the front. Take it easy, Steve Perry. Okay. Then he's, then he's two fist in the microphone. Oh, boy. Like he's buble. <laughs> and I said to Kate, I go, you know what this guy is right here? Kate goes, what? He's a fucking idiot. And he's singing. Who even knew what the fuck he was singing? Yeah. Who knows? Probably some Brian Adams song. <laughs> so last night, uh, Kate and I, we go to the Rams game. Christmas present. Yeah. Last second, we determined. By the way, if anybody's going to SoFi, park at the Locust, L-O-C-U-S-T, garage. 19 bucks. Really? Every other garage in town is 50 or 60. You drop down. There's a shuttle, 10 bucks round trip, where every other shuttle is 20 bucks round trip. They take you right in, and when you come out, nobody parks at Locust. You get right on your shuttle. We were out. Game in no at 4.30. I was on the freeway at 4.45. No Unbelievable way. Unbelievable. It's so fun. So we're, we go out. We go get dinner. We come back, and there's this guy that's, like, behind us, weaving in traffic all around. Now he's behind me, and he's, like, right behind, but it's there's traffic, right? So he swings around to my right, and he's coming. I go, hey, Kate, do me a favor. He goes, what? I go, when that guy gets equal, give him the finger. He goes, what? I go, dude, give him the finger. Because when he realizes he got flipped off from a kid, dude, my kid and I laugh a lot together. That's as hard as we've laughed in, in so long. Now, look, I know it's a terrible thing. I, 
I couldn't care what any of you think. I said, what happened? He goes, oh my God. He looked and when he saw it was me, and Kate gave him the straight finger. That's funny. He goes, I just got flipped off by a kid. I go, we ruined his whole night. The guy's a douche, driving in and out, cutting in and out. God damn, we laughed. I go, we're like, now we're down into like Long Beach going south. I go, you think that guy still, th yeah. He's like, why'd that fucking kid flip me off? Shit. <laughs> I don't care. I'll have to tell his mom about it at some point. You don't think he told her when he walked in the door? They probably snitched me out. I don't care. We had a good time. But remember that, Dave the Locust. Uh, when are we back? Wednesday night? Yeah, Wednesday. All right, we'll see everybody then. All right. Back to the door, I laughed so hard I 